Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. This is Sacred Places Radio with Bethel J, and you have caught me in a bit of a transition. <laughs> this is last minute this transition, um, but the guest for this evening is Ms. Gina Jean, a tarot card reader for over 20 years here in Brooklyn, New York, and as life as the universe, as spirit, as God would find, she was right around the corner from me, (laughs) from my home. So she is on her way to come. Initially, it was going to be, she would be doing the interview off-site, but she is on her way to my home, and we will be doing the interview, the lesson, the understanding. We were doing it in person. So, one moment while I catch my breath. So she will be joining us shortly. Um, Thank you for being here this evening. Thank you for our listeners and um, those who are listening now online and those who will be listening later in the archives. Your spirit, your energy is all felt and in combination with this hectic, hectic um, eclipse energy. This, I believe it's called the blue moon eclipse that is happening on Wednesday the 31st. I am attending an event at Minka, M-I-N-K, here in Brooklyn. If you are in the area, please look it up. Um, I would love to meet you there, meet you in person. Um, we're doing uh, an eclipse ritual there, so um, which is needed for this this energy, which is fiery, which is airy. Um, we need the grounding of ritual. We need the form of ritual. We need the boundaries of ritual um, to really take advantage of this time in our lives to not um, become overwhelmed and allow it to carry us away, um, but to work with it, work through it, and um, really take some time to understand it and what it means for us personally. Um, through these community events, you combine the energy um, to really tap in and understand, and I find that they are helpful for those of us who find it difficult to meditate. 
Um, those of us who find it difficult to make time for ourselves, um, sometimes when we um, schedule it in, sometimes when we are participating with others, especially those who are um, a little more advanced, we are then able to better understand. So take another deep breath with me. I will go straight into meditation. And this meditation is going to feel and see seem familiar if you um, if you listened to um, my previous program on this eclipse season um, with Carmen. And in this meditation, the game, the goal, um, the intent is to connect your heart chakra with your lower root sacral chakras to tap into and get into alignment to where we are intended to go and not where we intended to go. Hold on, that is Miss Gina. And where we are intended to go, not based on these ideas that society feeds us, not based on these notions of our familial past, not based on the judgments of others, but based on what our heart and our soul desire. So I ask for you to take a deep breath here. Relax your body, your shoulders, your thighs, your knees, your belly, your chest. Let it all fall back. Sink deeper into wherever you are and breathe into your heart chakra. Breathe life, expansion, acknowledgement, and gratitude into that heart chakra. Deep breath. Expand, expand even further, and breathe out. As you gather that energy in your heart chakra, as you make space for more energy and awareness in your heart chakra, bring that energy down to your sacral chakra. And down further into your root chakra. Setting the foundation for what your heart intends. What should we get rooted in during this eclipse season? What does your heart need to tell you? Images are fluttering through your mind and allow them to flutter and move on by. Now is not the time to analyze, but to flow. Move the energy down. Feel it spread to the bottom of your thighs. 
feel it spread to your feet. Let this energy guide the path that you physically walk. Breathe into your sacral chakra, your chakra of action, your chakra of determination, your chakra of self-esteem. Let this chakra grow with the love and the intent from your heart. Your self-esteem is not based on these judgments of who you decided you were, but who you are intended to be. And this eclipse will give us an idea of who we are meant to be at this time in our lives. And to the solar plexus chakra that deals with our sex organs and our reproduction and growing inside of us what will become or will come into fruition. What are you, what will you, what have you given birth to? Let your heart guide you. A couple of more breaths here. And again. Slowly open your eyes and be ready and get ready and be still so that we may accept this lesson, this guidance that we receive from Miss Gina, who is now in my home in what a miraculous event of timing from the divine, from our spirit guides, from any and everything that has nothing to do with this physical form. This was not planned, but not planned by us in our minds, but this was certainly planned by the divine, by God, by universe. And I welcome her here, Miss Gina. Hi. Oh, wait, I actually have to take her off mute one moment while I unmute her mic. Bear with me. Thank you, listeners. Okay, so now everyone should be able to hear you, Miss Gina. Hi, guys. Hi, callers. Thank you for being here in my home with me this um, rainy Cancer Moon Sunday. I agree. It's uh, it's a miracle that I'm here, and um, I'm just grateful that Universe had me, you know, had this inspiration to literally arrive two blocks by your house, so... <laughs> There are no coincidences, I say. No such thing. Yeah, so we're going to switch it. Uh, Just give me one second, and we are going to combine our efforts. And we are going to be on speaker, so we're on one mic. I'm going to pass this mic to Miss Gina Jean. 
and she is going to provide our tarot reading for the week. So this is the energy for the collective that we are here to experience, that we will feel this week, all of you listeners who are listening now, all of those who will tune in later. This is the energy of this week, of this eclipse, of this time of change. Not minor change, but big change. And how to incorporate and understand it. Um, so I'm going to pass the mic here. And Okay, greetings. Hi, callers. Um, so the card that I pulled for this week is the Nine of Swords. Now, the Nine of Swords is a, can be a very heavy card, and I actually used um, the Significator card as the High Priestess or the number two. Um, I picked that card because we are in a two-year right now, which is, um, you know, 2018. When you add up all the numbers, it basically reduces to the number two. So it's an 11 or a number two. One plus one is two. Um, when I look at the over um, umbrella of the high priestess energy, it's extremely um, metaphysical, but also there's an aspect of silence. There's an aspect of not expressing yourself. There's an aspect of keeping yourself quiet for um, those that are not important. Um, there's a few things that come for me with the high priestess. It's actually one of my favorite cards, um, just because she's, she represents such divine mysteries. Um, she is the mother goddess, but the one that kind of oversees everything. And um, she has an aspect to herself of silence, but also of divinity. Um, so you can look at her as any archetypal figure, such as Virgin Mary or, um, you know, a, a priestess, um, especially in any cultures that you connect with. Um, there's kind of like this woman, female goddess energy that kind of pervades over all cultures. Now, this week when we look at the Nine of Swords, we look at despair, we look at sadness, we look at dealing with our nightmares, we look at dealing with what is troubling us. Um, sometimes with the Nine of Swords, it represents a card where um, people's thoughts are geared towards, wow, is this ever going to end? Oh, my God, this is going to be like this forever. Things are never going to change. And it's a very mental card. It's a card where you are really in your head and you're really um, stuck on the negative aspect of things. Um, in this card that I actually pulled, there's a woman that's sitting in her bed. She's sitting up and her hands are on her face, kind of like buried into her hands. And she's just, um, I'm not quite sure if she's crying, but she's really in, like, she's really distraught. And there's nine swords or machetes that are hanging over her head. Now, each of the nine swords can represent a theme such as, oh, my God, I'm going to forever be alone. It's like that meme they say, forever alone. Um, or, oh, my goodness, what have I done? It's kind of like a card of, like, sadness, regret, and it's all of those thoughts that race through your head when you're lying in the bed at night. Um, one of the great things, I, though, I look at with the Nine of Swords is it's kind of like a place where you finally realize and take accountability for your actions. But it's also a place where you can change um, your thoughts and you can change what is moving forward. Um, the number nine almost represents culmination, usually in the 10 in the tarot. It represents culmination. So you're at a place where you've pretty much almost hit rock bottom. So now it's time, for, you know, there's nowhere else for you to go but up. So mentally, it's very important for you to know that your mind is full, but it's important for you to try to kind of dissect and figure out where you want to place this energy uh, so that it's not in control of you. Um, 
So, yeah, that's the card for the week, the Nine of Swords. Heavy card. That's a heavy card. I do appreciate that it's a time of culmination and realization and taking ownership for your actions. I think that that's really important. Um, It is not simply that bad things happen to bad people or things are good or bad, but what have I done in my current space in this last year of 2017, and now what do I want to do with that? So it's very important to to have this moment of sadness, of grief, of um, of regret, so that we can move forward into a place of changing that with action. And I go back to this meditation of leading from the heart. And I go back to this reading from the beginning of the year with leading with compassion. And and I think it's so important, this nine of swords, is that this compassion is for yourself. This is this is a time of compassion for your situation, for the decisions, for your growth, for your healing. Be compassionate with yourself now. Allow that compassion to lead you, not judgment. That's such an important thing, and it has been such an important thing for me in releasing the idea of who I am and who I am beginning to be, who I am transforming into. So we... We have a ton of callers, (laughs) so that's the wonderful news. Um, And I, I, there's a, there's um, on my, um, on my Twitter at Beauty Loves Co. That's Beauty Loves C O. Um, people have been talking about anxiety and feeling anxious in regards to this upcoming eclipse. Um, and so I understand why there are a lot of callers and um. I, before we get to the callers, just have a little bit more patience. I wanted to talk about um, and invite Miss Gina to talk about using crystals with your tarot readings. And um, why is that important? Um, I think it's really important, especially with uh, this card that we just pulled. Um, it's it's like a place of talking about your fears, tackling your fears. Um, in this era of uh, Trump, we are in this place where mentally we don't know what's next. And we're just trying to deal with our fears and the unknown and um, kind of tackle it. Crystals are fantastic for that. Um, a lot of the times when I read for my clients, um, especially when I read for clients that I, I read cards and pick up that they have a lot of anxiety or there's a lot of fear that is surrounding them, I usually prescribe different types of crystals that will kind of cater to what they're dealing with. Um, there are so many crystals out there. I am a huge crystal fan. Um, I'm actually going to be heading out to the uh, Tucson Gem Show and be embedded in miles and miles of crystals. So I'm very, very excited. That is my bucket list there that's going to be completed. But um, an example for a crystal that would be fantastic for anxiety is amethyst. Um, another one is lapidolite. Um, they say that lapidolite is a fantastic stone. It's purple as well as the amethy- amethyst stone because it has a certain amount of, um, I believe it's lithium that's in the stone that helps to calm people down when they're dealing with anxiety. So I think that that is like a, a really amazing tool 
that is within a crystal to help aid, heal. Um, it's kind of like a, another form of medicine I look at. Um, amethyst is great because when you're talking about anxiety and you're talking about fears, especially fears of the unknown, a lot of that rests in your crown chakra. Now, what do I mean by that? The crown chakra is your energy center that is on the top of your head, and it basically is connected to, um, it's kind of like the portal where uh, anything can enter if that energy center is wide open. And it corresponds with the color purple. So I tend to diagnose um, anxiety or fear issues or, um, ability, you know, issues with people where they're not able to control spirit around them. I usually, like, prescribe a purple stone, um, amethyst and lipidolite for me being the strongest. But there's a whole plethora of other crystals that will really resonate with them and help. Um, Amethyst is great because it, it connects with your psychic centers. It helps to develop that area. It helps to calm fears. Back in the days in Greece, um, not that we prescribed to that, but they used to look at amethyst as a cure for alcoholism. So people that um, actually in the uh, Greek and Latin roots of ama and fist, it was connected to um a cure for alcohol sickness or uh, drunks and people that couldn't stop drinking and were addicted to alcohol. Uh, so it, it is a very powerful stone. Amethyst is one of those cornerstones that people have been using for years, um, even back in the ancient times. And I think to today it still serves as a very important crystal to help us kind of navigate these waters. Okay. And so how would one use the 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 stone in correspondence with their reading? Would they would, is it something that they would meditate with beforehand or how would they use it? Especially if you don't know what your reading is or where the reading is going to go necessarily. Sure. There are a lot of ways that you can use the crystals. Um, some people use crystals where they actually hold it in their hand and they just kind of meditate with it, have it for them during the entire reading. I know for myself, during every single one of my readings, I always have a plethora of crystals available for my clients to be able to interact with, hold if they're feeling really nervous. Maybe they need a grounding stone like black tourmaline that will kind of bring them back down to earth and have them not, you know, um, be so fearful of what I'm about to tell them. Um, maybe they need something to give them a little bit of energy. So I put a pie right there to kind of um, uh, get them inspired, get them open, um, have their will, you know, open. And, uh, you know, I, I pulled a card to kind of give me some guidance as to what you can do with crystals, and I pulled the Wheel of Fortune, which is hilarious because it means that there are so many options that you can do with crystals. I mean, you can have it in front of you. You can put it in water. You can put it on you. You can put it on your person for ladies. You can put it in your bra. You can put it in your, you know, uh, you know, it, it, hold it on you. So I know some people that tape crystals to their different uh, energy centers in order to get the full effect of the stone. Um, you can have it on uh, jewelry on a necklace, on a ring. Um, I always like to have it on my person as well because I think that that's when you get the full potential and the full power of the crystal. Um, I myself am rocking, what am I rocking right now? A nice piece of labradorite and rainbow moonstone and sapphire. So, and, big one. and my big one is not a crystal, but it's actually a, a resin, but it's amber. Amber. 
which is fantastic for sun energy, helps with depression, it helps to give clarity, and it's also a super, super, super protective uh, resin. So I love it very much. Yes. Amber, as you know, will catch anything that gets uh, within it. It'll catch it and, and hold it there for the rest of the remainder of, I guess, the existence here on Earth. Um, so mosquitoes, flies, um, pieces of other people's despair. It's a great guard against blocking others' energy from entering your own. Um, but let's get into these callers. Um, thank you for that. Thank you for that guidance. I had a piece of bloodstone in my bra. I don't know what happened to it. This is a result. And Ms. Gina, of course, has a piece of bloodstone as well. Um but I bought a powerful piece of bloodstone yesterday and um, I could feel the power in it and I was just, oof, very excited and very, and it's the shape of a worry stone, so I'm very excited to carry it with me this week um, for healing and also for confidence boosting. Uh, there's a link on the Blog Talk Radio, the site of Sacred Places with Bethel J, um, to definitions and more information on stones and crystals. You should pick the crystals that you're in tune with, um, but I picked the bloodstone, and I didn't know why I was in tune with it. So then I later looked it up, and it provided some useful information. It's also um, a crystal for um, Leo, which is so appropriate with this eclipse coming um, with the Leo moon. So you will be guided. Your spirit will guide you. Do not fight it. Relax into it. Um, and then use the information. So the first caller I have is last four digits. It's three six. Four zero, caller, you are now on the air. Can I have your name and birthday? Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Three six four zero. They are. I don't. Um, so maybe this caller. I will try back later. Um, I'm going to put you back on hold. Okay, caller 8184, you are now on air. Caller 8184, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, hi. Good evening. Um, Can I have your name and your birthday? My name is Keisha, and my birthday is 12977. Okay, Keisha. Um, Ms. Gina is going to do a quick reading. Is there a topic that you wanted to discuss or a question that you had? Yeah. Do you see me getting a new quote-unquote love soon? Okay, quote-unquote. Okay. I'm going to put you back on mute um, while Ms. Gina pulls your card. Okay. Thank you. Reading is Patricia. All right. So, Keisha, the three cards that I pulled for you are pretty good. Um, you got the Ten of Cups, the Magician card, and the Four of Swords. So the first thing that's coming up to me is um, you worry way too much about relationships. Uh, with the Four of Swords, it's saying that sometimes you have a lot of responsibilities that kind of weigh over your head, and you kind of have to tap into your own inner powers, your own inner strengths, um, in order to meet someone new. It's funny, the first card that I pulled is the um, uh, Ten of Cups, and to me that usually represents happiness, family, 
Um, I don't know if you already have children, um, but the Ten of Cups to me represents happiness and sometimes like a success fulfilled. So I do feel like you are going to meet someone new, but I think it's very important for you to get out of the space where you worry so much about meeting someone new. Does that resonate with you? Oh, hold on. She's on mute. Okay. Yeah, it does. I do worry, but I think I'm just a natural warrior by nature anyway. So I don't know. I don't know how to stop that. <laughs> Maybe you could recommend a stone. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I love the worry. If it's not that, it's work. So I don't know. You know, it's just those two things always go around in my head. So, yeah. But thank you so much. <laughs> You're very welcome. I also want to ask one more question. Do you have any children? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a son at all? Yeah. Okay. So, um, and how many children do you have? I have four. He will be the youngest. Okay. Okay, so he's the one where the energy is the strongest for you. Um, I feel like he gives you messages or he tries to guide you, you know, and be like, Mommy, why aren't you this? Or, Mommy, why don't you do this? I'm just getting that he is the one that, that holds a lot of the power, and also he'll be the one that will kind of be the decision maker to your new partner. So it's important for you to listen to what he says because he's actually pretty wise beyond his years. I do see that. Okay. Yeah, it, it's surprising the stuff that he come out. You know how you hear something from somebody, your head jerk back, like, where you get that from? <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> that would be him. Yeah. He'd be like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that he has great energy, and I think that um, he knows what will make mommy happy. So I think it's important for you to, you know, get a little guidance from him. I, I don't think that it will it would hurt. Um, but I also think it's very important for you to kind of touch upon your skills and what, what makes you feel like a woman or makes you feel, you know, um, desirable and, and work on that and build on that and build on that will and that drive as to what it is that you'd like to bring into your life. But I do see something. I do see someone coming through. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. God bless. You're very welcome. God bless. Thank you, Keisha. Huh? Bye. Okay, Carla, um, and this is 1111. It might be a Skype or they're withholding their number. Hello, Hi. caller, you're on the line. Hi. Hi. Um, I was wondering if I could get um, a reading about new employment. New employment, okay. And your name and birthday, please. Uh, my name is Trish, and my birthday is 918. 918. Okay, Trish, um, I'm going to keep you on the line instead of putting you on hold while um, Miss Gina does your reading. Okay. Employment, I'm going to pull three cards. We have the Hangman, the Ace of Swords, and the Three of Swords. So it looks like there's a lot of difficulty surrounding new employment for you. I think that it's very important for you to, number one, speak up and communicate and reach out to as many people as you can as to what it is that you want to do. But also I feel like there is something that is kind of like hanging or something that you are um, either indebted to or something that you've been doing for a very long time that you just want to kind of escape or, or um, get away from or something that you may be known for uh, work-wise and something that you've been doing for a long time that you kind of want to distance yourself from. Um, 
I, I do feel that you've been very troubled by um, the type of work that you've received or the type of work you've been doing, and I also feel that you've been put under very high-stress situations. Um, so I think it's very important for you to um, speak up and kind of communicate and reach out to people that can possibly help you in this arena and in this area, but also work on um, what, do you, what is it that you'd like to do next? Like, where do you feel inspired, enlightened? What is, you know, where do you feel guided to go moving forward? Um, I do feel that it's a trying time, but I think it's a time for you to kind of cut ties to what is not working for you. Does that resonate right. with so, you? Well, the, um, it's not the stress with the job. I have a job. I'm looking for another one. The stress that you said has been taking forever is a building project, and it's gone on and on and on and on, and it has drained me emotionally and financially. And I'm Got just it. waiting for it to come That definitely out. makes sense. Yeah, with the three of swords, I'd say um, it's connected to the number three, but it is going to take um, a lot of release, and um, there's a lot of pain that's there. There's a lot of regret that's there as well. Um I feel like the number three is something that we want to hold true to since we have the hangman, which is the number 12, which also reduces to the number three, and then we have the three of swords, which is the three. So I think three, you know, three three months, uh, three weeks is uh, a time frame that I want you to pay attention to in relation to this situation. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Trish. Bye. Okay, um, we have caller 2301. You are on the air with Miss Gina for a reading. 2301. Hi, good evening, ladies. Thank you for taking my call. Good evening. Your name and your birthday, please. My name is Julia, and my birthday is 916. Nine sixteen. Virgos okay. are representing tonight, huh? Virgo <laughs> in the house. Nine sixteen, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and what is your what is your question about this evening? What is on your mind? Uh, love, new love. I'd like to new love. have a romantic partner come in, share some love. Okay. <laughs> One um, moment. Yeah. I want to say just to begin uh, with Julia, I felt an, uh, an immense amount of energy that just kind of like poured over um, when you answered her call. So it's almost like spirit is really divinely guiding me to give her some messages. Um, the first thing is that you are powerful. And I want you to really step into and own your power. There is one aspect... Um, I feel with women where we amass uh, a certain amount of knowledge um, that can help us. And then we have the kind of um, hands-on tasks that we need to do in order to see how that works out. So one half is learning, reading, studying. The other half is actually doing. Um, And I'm going to pull three cards for you, but I just wanted to note that you know, um, there's a lot of power behind your spirit, and I think it's important for you to match it with who you bring into your life. Amen. Thank you. Oh, 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that so the three cards I pulled are the Queen of Cups, which resonates very strongly, the Strength card, and the last card being the Emperor card. Julia, may I ask, were you ever in a uh, ever married? I should say before. Yes, been a very long marriage, thirty years. Okay, and what happened to your partner? Uh, we divorced. Okay. Now, do you still own the home? No. No, I've moved away. I'm in a totally different state now. Okay. Got it. Um, well, I will say that um, where you live and your location, based on the three cards that I pulled, Spirit is telling me that where you live and your location makes a huge difference as to whether you're going to find love for yourself. Are you ready for love? I would say absolutely. With the Queen of Cups, it's kind of telling me that you know what your love is worth. You are very sensitive, you are very intuitive, your heart is open, and you're ready to give love in the best way possible. However, it's going to require a certain amount of strength in order for you to find your emperor. I think that uh, your home and your home, your living situation should be geared towards accepting a new partner. What do I mean by that? I tell my clients a lot of the time, well, you know, you want to meet a partner, but does your room, does your apartment, does your home feel like a home that is welcoming for a new partner, especially of the opposite sex, or is it more so one of those homes that are geared towards self-help, love books, you know, um, things that are geared towards your uh, convenience? I think that it's very important to, you know, as they say, set the stage. So when I see the emperor card, it's telling me that home, what you do work-wise, is going to depict the time that you have available for a new partner. So I think it's very important for you to set the stage for um, a new partner coming in, what kind of partner you'd like to attract. Um, You should be going to visit and you should be going to um, experience, say you like truck drivers, you should be going to, uh, you know, a a rally (laughs) that does that certain group of people. Say you like the intellectual, you should be in the library a little bit more. So, what I'm gearing it is towards being strong, but also setting the stage so that you are in the perfect place at the perfect time to meet that partner since your heart is already open. You're also a very sensitive person, and I feel like family-wise, the past relationship, especially the one that was 30 years, required a lot of strength, and you probably stayed in it a lot longer than you had to, and I think that you were just being strong for everyone else. But now it's time for you to be strong for yourself. So I think that you have an infinite amount of energy and power, and I think that you need to kind of use that. Another great tip I will say, um, the center of this card, the strength card, is a woman that is kind of like holding a Leo statue or a statue of a lion. And I think that it's really appropriate for this um, lunar eclipse that's going to be happening on January 31st to kind of work on harnessing that energy and work on focusing um, what it is that you'd want in a partner and love. For you, I would definitely say you need a red or orange stone, kind of like a carnelian or a red jasper to kind of get you jump-started. Cool. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned about the house. I just wanted to, just one quick, fast comment. Um, I am going to be relocating, and that will give me my own place, so I'll have that environment to attract in that 
that partner. So thank you so much. That was right on point. I appreciate it, ladies. Great. As you set up that place, keep that in mind. As you're having a blank slate, and so this is an awesome time for you. This is new. This is coming just with the eclipse. So keep that in mind and do not deny your strength or your power and make sure that your partner matches. Beautiful. I love that. Thank you. That was wonderful. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Yes. All right. Have a great night, ladies. Have a good evening. Okay. We have um, time for one more caller. Um, and that the last four digits are three seven seven four. Caller, are you on the line? Three seven seven four. Yes, I am. Thank you. Hi, thank you. Your name and your birthday? Um, Suzanne, October fifth. Okay. And what um, what is in your heart um, at this 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 evening? What question or inquiry or guidance do you need from Miss Gina? Um, well, I'm going on a job interview tomorrow to be a bus monitor, and then I might have another interview for another bus monitor position. I really need to work, and I'm looking for a boyfriend, and I'm talking online to a few people. Okay, so we'll see what comes through, whether it has to do with job or love. Miss Gina, take it away. All right, so the three cards we pulled were the Eight of Pentacles, the Ten of Pentacles, and the Sun. I will definitely say that this is tied more to career, uh, putting money in your pocket, working on success, hard work, and then kind of um, enjoying the uh, the benefits after you've collected that money. Um, the first card, which is the Eight of Pentacles, is really knowing your skill, knowing what you're good at, and continuing to work on that path. Uh, in this card, it's kind of like um, an apprentice that is working on Um, his woodsmithing table where he has a lot of tools and he's kind of working on carving and making new things. Uh, What I love about this card is that it represents money, hard, solid, hard-earned money that you need to bring into your life and you need to continue the hard work so that you can achieve your dreams and your goals. Um, The Ten of Pentacles represents success, Definitely in uh, reference to your question, you said you're going to have go on uh, a few interviews. I think I want you to keep at it. I think it's very important for you to work on manifesting material um, security for yourself, but also happiness, and I do see something coming out of it very positive. When we look at the uh, sun card, it's a fantastic card. It talks about happiness. It talks about achieving your dreams. It talks about really being in this place of victory. You know, there's this little boy that's riding his horse, and there's a huge sun behind it, and he's very happy, and he's jovial and exuberant, and it just represents great energy, and it's kind of like a culmination of efforts that I'm feeling here. So, um, yeah, all of your cards are geared towards work, career, money. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like um, those things are coming through for you. So um, keep keep interviewing and keep going. You will find the job that is meant for you, essentially, is what these cards revealed. Okay? All right, thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Ms. Gina Jean, thank you for being here. I'm getting the countdown. I have 60 seconds um, 
left to go before um before I'm kicked off the air and I just want to thank you my audience thank you for the energy thank you for calling in thank you for listening I hope that this is of guidance to you I hope that you are are gaining material and thought and fodder to grow in your spirituality which is really what the gain and my intent with this show is is to learn for yourself to learn so that you can grow and please there's contact information for Ms. Gina reach out to her if you need a reading if you need some guidance if you're just unsure um, she's one of these um, these readers who are not on social media but wholeheartedly I, I believe in her I can't add her but please you add her through email and by calling thank you so much have a wonderful evening have a wonderful week and we will talk again soon till next week 